little FT live right off the top. <laughs> AJ, you got us? Oh, I got I to gotta differentiate. Pierzynski, you got us? You got to be careful because oh, there's two of us sitting yeah. next to each other. You know what's, what's I, I got to be careful. One AJ is two AJs. That's right. This is the best way to start off a show. All right, so it's FT live. It's Braun and Todd Father together. Kratz is there. And AJ Pierzynski, why don't you welcome our first guest of the day? Uh, he is the manager of the Lakeland Flying Tigers here in Tiger Town. Uh, AJ Hinch, he's a former World Series champion manager, and now he's in Tiger Town trying to get the boys ready to win the AL Central. I am. Love that. Man. So how's that going, AJ? How you doing, man? Great to see okay. you. How's camp so far? You got, you got to be a little. You got to like call me something else yeah. because we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be like wait. Damn which it. One? Okay. You wait if you were here, but there's only one of you here. So what, what do you want? Like if, if I want you a whole ever travel into, group, a whole travel but, group, but, but I mean, what do you want for your name? Like, can I just say Hinch then? Uh, no, that's disrespectful. So how about Skip? That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Skip. Skip. Yep, there you go. Skip. How's camp? And a lot of fans already in our chat here, like how's the first Miggy list Tigers camp in a very long time? Yeah, no, I mean, it's different uh, without Miggy. I mean, Miggy's been here for, for decades. Um, and so he was the life of spring for so many Tiger fans and the players, even our young kids that are here. I mean, they, they've known nothing different, um, you know, other than, than Miggy. So um, we're still hoping he makes an appearance here. He's got a, a huge uh, place in our franchise. Uh, but some guys are growing up. They're having to take on some of those responsibilities, whether it's the fun-loving side or – the super serious side um, as a team matures and Miggy goes into retirement. Um, we're starting to, to see sort of some younger guys blossom into those leaders and, and presence in the clubhouse. You talk about some of the younger guys um, and you're talking about what the difference is right now in camp. Let me ask you this. What is the mindset? And, you know, you had that first conversation with the squad the other day when spring started, you had the whole group there. What's the goal and the mindset you want to get across to at least these young players and the new team that you got going on right now in spring? Yeah, so we like where we're headed. Um, we like the finish that we had. We like the fact that we we won every season series against our division last year. Nice little flurry at the end, I think 19 and 10, to like to get into second place, which gets you nothing until you're in the playoffs. And so there's been a little bit of buzz that we're trending in the right direction. I love it. And I hear our players talking about winning. I think our players talking about uh, the division. All that's cool. We just have to go out and do the work. So the tone that I'm trying to set with these guys is, hey, you can talk about it all you want, but you got to pave a way and do your part to, to, to add to it. And so we're doing a ton of work. We like where we're headed, but you got to win your first game before you start talking like, um, you know, you're going to win a division or that you're going to factor in like, we haven't had a winning April in my time here. So like, as you know, kind of what you guys would probably expect, like I'm trying to get them super focused on what we have to do today. And then, and then we'll get to the games here in April. By the way, well, Mike, my, my main thing is how do you keep, we, we got Mize on the mound today here, right? We got Scooble coming on later. I think he's pitching yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Matt Manning's had some injury problems, right? How do you keep these guys healthy and right? Yeah. Because when they're right, yeah. I mean, these five guys, these six guys, whatever, right. can be as good as anybody. So what's the thinking of how do we keep – because Scoobles one of the nastiest dudes I've ever seen. How do you keep it's these like, guys healthy and ready? Like bubble wrap. Like you're going to put them <laughs> in bubble wrap. As soon as they – Scoobles throwing 99 the other day in a live BP session. Um, was pretty competitive with it with the boys. Um, Riley Green, we had him order a red jersey, uh, like oh, the quarterback jersey, the yeah, non-contact. No contact. He's playing the outfield He's today, too. He's playing outfield yeah. today, so that'll be huge. But it um, – we do need to get to the finish line of spring as healthy. Now we're entering camp as healthy as we've been. We got to get there for the season. The good part is that the, the organization's built um, some depth. We have some choices. We, we do have the next layer of guys that are, are getting better and better to where if we do have, and we're going to have injuries and every team does. Yeah. Um, they, we need our boys to, to, to be ready to go in April. And so we're, we're using them in the spring accordingly. What does this what does today, February 27th, look like compared to – We're just going to – I'm going to imagine what Kratz's question is. He's jealous of – Oh, you guys can't hear him? Can you hear us? Because uh, this, those hats are, are sweet with just the tiger on them. Here's the thing, Kratz. I'll send you one if you wear forward with the tiger logo. Face <laughs> forward. Don't put the tiger on the back. No, you're – That's <laughs> fair. Pierzynski, can you hear us? Riley Green's playing today. 
uh, Torkelson. You basically have your 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 opening uh, close to your opening day lineup, right? So I saw Canna taking ground balls at first. Is he going to play first base this year? Some not today. Years? Yeah, Torque is going to get. He played 159 at 60 games last year uh, with a DH spot opening with with Miggy retired. We're going to spread the wealth a little bit, um, and so he'll DH a few times. So we'll. You know, one of the things about about me, I, I want to practice everything. Like, I want to account for every scenario. So, you'll see some random things in the spring if you follow us closely, where guys are doing different things just to get ready for the season. But I would say Cannon's going to play a few games there. Um, Gio Urshela, who we just signed, is going to play both corners, maybe a little bit of second. I move guys all around, so it, it it's it's just a, a way to 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 give me the options during the game to make whatever decision to try to try to score more runs. We got to talk about your second baseman. It's a beast. That's the biggest second baseman yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Cole Keith, you guys already signed him, locked him up. I told Joey Corey he had to play on the JV team now because he, <laughs> he was a former second baseman. He's like 5'7", 140. Cole Keith's like 6'5". Yeah. I mean, where'd you find Cole's this guy? Kid. No, where'd you find kid. this guy? Yeah, exactly. He's he's hit his way to the big leagues, um, and he's knocking on the door. We, we've kind of dangled the carrot with him that he, that he needs to make our team um he's got a hit in each game so far that he's played in like he could really hit and he takes it personal when guys start talking about his defense and so joey's been out every morning with him colt's really lucky to have joey as a free I mean, he's gonna he's gonna crush him in the spring he's gonna get him to make the average play consistently which will which will keep him on the field we don't want a 22 year old uh dh like he's somebody that we want to keep on the field and um, and I think he can do it. So the, he's got to he's got to do his part. We haven't named him to the team yet. The organization invested in him. Um, he invested in his future, and he should be calm this spring because of that security. And and we hope that allows him to maybe transition to the big leagues faster with the bat and not put so much pressure on himself and and just fit in like the rest. Of him. He doesn't have to carry us, but he's carried every team that he's played on. And and he's got some guys like Riley and Torque and Carp and guys that have broken in. Um, with similar fanfare, and and you know, for him, it's just got to lean on those guys. Okay, so who's your closer? Is it going to be Lang? You it's think? a competition. I mean, Alex is is the most uh, experienced of that group. Jason Foley has the stuff for it. Um, Chafin and Shelby Miller are both going to want those innings at the back end. There's a Will Vest has sort of quietly had a pretty good run here. So I, I haven't named anybody yet. Um, I like having having different options. Um, until, you know, I kind of tell guys, I'll, I'll use you the way that I, that'll prove to you what you are. Um, Alex got the most save opportunities last year, lost the, the, the designation uh, for about a month and then regained it with better control. So I like dangling that carrot. I understand. Like, don't quite, understand. Don't quite give it yeah. away yet. You, you did that happens. with Keith, now you're doing yeah, that. Yeah, I get bit, it. I get it. Okay, so you guys have Hall of Famers all over this camp, right? You have, I saw Trammell today. Tramps here. Yeah. Leland's here. Jim Leland's here. You made Jim Leland. Go to Baltimore today. He chose, and, that. You, and no, you're no, staying no, here. No, I, no, no, you know, no. I don't know if you, he's in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, like so he's Hall supposed of to stay here. Don't get highlighted. I told Tram, you'll never see your name highlighted, but you can go wherever you want. Jim Leland uh, lives down in Sarasota, so he's no dummy. He's like, I'm just going to go out of my, uh, my house and okay. roll right over to the ballpark. So, okay. um, I, you know, I joke about bossing people around. Like I would boss you around if you were in my camp. That's fine, but I would never do that to Tram and, uh, <laughs> and Leland. Miggy's going to be the same if he comes here as a, as a special assistant. He's going to roll where he wants to. Okay, yeah, because when I, I text Leland, I'm like, "Hey, are you?" Because I heard he was here. Yeah, he's like, "I'm in Sarasota." I'm like, "Wait, Hinch sent." That's a subtle I was way like, for wait. him to say he's got Leland's number and he can go right to the Oh, uh, well, so good. well, you know, so good. Every, you know, when he played against him for <laughs> 10,000 games, it feels like. And, you know, I watched him throw BP in his underwear and the <laughs> cages in Chicago. It's a little bit scary. Hey, what, Pierzynski. What's your favorite part of spring? Um, I think the bookends. I, I like the beginning. Like, I like standing in front of a team for the first time. I, I want to know how you're – so finish, and then I want to yeah. hear how your meetings go. Yeah, so I like the first time. And I like at the very end, and it's when – you know, those are tough decisions. Those are grinders. I've probably – let's call it five to ten, like, really tough conversations on guys in the bubble. And then when it's over and you're taking a team north, like, that's pretty cool. So, like, both of those, like, entering camp, exiting camp, my two favorite times for different reasons, um, because that means that, you know, at the, at the beginning optimism, everybody's happy, everybody, nobody's sore yet, nobody's mad yet. And at the book, at the, at the other end, man, you are taking a team north and you're going to go get to compete for real. And those two are my favorites. And there's a lot of action in between. There's a lot of meetings in between. There's a lot of banter in between. 
uh, but you can't beat the front end and the back end. Okay, so what's your meeting like when you when you came into Tigers Camp twenty twenty four? The first one. Do you have a do you, has it changed since your first camp as a manager? And then do, are you like a clipboard guy with like the notepad and you have notes? No. You have no cards. You no. take your hat off and have the cards in the. No. No, you just because you went no. to Stanford, so yeah, I'm yeah. super smart and I went to Stanford, so I don't need <laughs> no cards. Is that well? I'm at my best when I, I just start rolling. You know, I, I my mind never stops, so I got a ton of stuff on my mind that I want to share with them. You know, I'll do some fun stuff in the morning during the during camp to try to break up. The, we'll have a rule of the day, and I'll start messing with guys. And if they know the rules of of you know infield fly rule, or they'll have the, um, you know, we did we did different, um, you know, different different ways the game will kind of lead you to need to know more about it. So, um, but the first meeting overall, like you know, I don't tell any first year managers it's like get your point across and get them on the field. Like they don't really want to hear. 75 people get introduced and then some lecture but you do every day as a manager want to give them something to think about the rest of the day and at the beginning of camp it's about the message for the camp but every single day if you can drop a little nugget in there um, something simple like a like a, a play that happens in the game or you can highlight something or poke fun at somebody or um, lighten the mood a little bit um, it starts to day off pretty well Pierzynski you hear us what do you think? Scott, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear us? I think Scott's back. All right. So they want to know yeah. the division. Wait, no? What do you – I mean, obviously the division is the White Sox kind of rebuild, right? The Royals spend money. You guys spend some money. Twins kind of are not spending money. And Cleveland is just kind of stands pat every year. So you guys have to love your chances in this division. Yeah. No, we like our team. And we like, we like the fact that we can do some things to – uh, to enhance our chances to win the division. I mean, if you want to win the division, you got to beat your division. We did that last year. We just didn't play well enough against a lot of the rest of the league to get over 500. So, you know, I think our, I think we, we have a ton of confidence in the division. We have a ton of confidence in our players. We got to go out and do it. Like, I don't like teams that talk about it before they do it. Like go, go be about it and go get your work done. And, and then they'll, they'll tally up the wins at the end of the year. <laughs> you have enough you win the division if you don't you have something to build on but um i like the tone around our team and the, we're unafraid to talk about winning but we're not going to leave it there we got to go do the work aj hinch you got me i got you nice okay uh fans asking about joe espada and how you think he's going to do this year and what kind of conversations you've had now that he's finally you know got his chance to show everyone what he can do as a manager yeah no i love joe i just saw him yesterday um, I joked with him. He's 0-1 against me as a manager. So uh, even spring training, I never count spring training in my my in my advantage. Um, I you know he he's a he's a born baseball guy, baseball IQ, uh, players type guy, attention to detail, like all the things I wanted in a bench coach. He delivered um, communication style, um, and now he's just been waiting for an opportunity, and he got it with a team that. He knows really well and, and has set a high standard for living for winning the last 10 years. So um, I'm pumped for him. I think he's going to be a really good communicator. I think he's going to have a ton of attention to detail. You know, he's um, he's worked in and around under and around a ton of different styles of managers. He's got to find his own way. But I'm a text. I mean, text right away or a call away. We've talked quite a bit since he got named manager and I'm happy for him because he he was passed over a handful of times before he got this opportunity. So, but that's just been the reasoning behind the teams, not his qualifications. So this has been in the works for a while and, and he gets a chance to lead his team and he's really good. And, and I, I, I expect good things from him. I don't right, need that oh, hat. Oh. I don't, I don't need that hat. If you're going to make me wear it forward. And if I was in your camp, you wouldn't boss me around. I just want to make sure that's. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. So you were in my camp and you were on my team. And I remember you not being quite so bold about those terms when I actually controlled your playing time. Now that I control your playing time, you are definitely tougher now than you were a few years ago. Way, way tougher. I'm, I'm, I'm a paper tiger for sure. Hey, do you remember when you tripped? Oh, yeah. When Krebs tripped? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got paid for it. Yeah, that's like the number one video on TikTok of him falling down the yeah. space on opening day. Yeah. No, I mean, there's – I probably would have contributed that. If I didn't contribute to it, I should have. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have so, to ask you before we let yeah. you go. Spring training, the other day, 
the Yankees played someone who was maybe it was here, it was twenty two to ten or something. Yeah. Like, as a manager, how do you sit through those games? <laughs> like, because I, I, I have this. People are like, people are like, hey, you know, they ask me, you want to manage? I'm like, I just don't know how how you sit through yeah. a spring training game. Right. It's the ninth inning. You got all number ninety eights, and I know they're prospects, and they and you want to see them. But there's times you got to look at like your bench coach and be like, yeah. what are we doing here? It's a good day for George to learn how to. That was those are crazy days in spring training. It usually happens in, in Arizona spring training. You yeah. don't get a lot of that in. in Although it blows out every day here. It does, but they're big parks. They're they're. It's not as 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 dramatic, but man, they came in and we played a four hour spring training game with a clock, which was unheard oh. of. I, I tell the media afterwards, I'm like, what year are we in? Um, and those are hard because you know, I try to put myself in the position of the players and those kids that are playing at the end and they just want to make an impression and. It's 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 sort of chaos. Everybody's like staring up at the sky, looking at the bird. Like, they want the game to end. I, I I try to stay locked in as much as possible. I can't say that I enjoyed that day. <laughs> that was not a lot to talk about. Um, I did make you know I tried to lighten it up a little bit the next day. The one the strength training is so random. So like any fans out there that worry about what their team's doing record wise. Um, I can save you some stress and just say it's not the end of the world. You want to play winning style baseball, but there's a lot of randomness in baseball. So especially in the spring. Well, go get him, AJ Hinch. Great to talk to you, dude. And yes, I will pile on. I freaking love those hats. Those hats yeah. are fire. And, nice. and so do many others. So they're styling, man. Me. Out there with Pruszynski. It is the great Riley Green from the Detroit Tigers joining us right now. Riley, you hear us? How you doing, dude? Uh-oh. You don't hear it? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Pierzynski, you hear us, right? Yeah. They want to know how you're doing and how spring training going. I'm doing great. Um, <laughs> you know, first week here, it's uh, – I had my first game yesterday. It was good to get back out there, and, you know, the boys are, boys are ready. Does that count? What, yesterday? You didn't play the outfield. That's like half a day back. It's a DH. I mean – I'm loving a DH in spring training. <laughs> which foot? Which foot was it? Didn't you have a foot problem? I had a foot problem. I fouled a ball off straight to my right foot. It was a navicular. It was like the bottom of the foot. It was super weird. And then I had a fibula on my left, and then I had Tommy John. Jeez. Damn. Right. You're playing the and, and I am right field. Are you scared? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> what did what did AJ Hinch say? AJ, you got me now, Riley. By the way, red shirt yep. him. Yep, he got, he got me. Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> red shirt him. But they got to put a red jersey on you, like the quarterbacks, oh. and nobody touches you. Your manager's <laughs> already talking smack. He was uh, he was making a joke about um about me putting on like a red jersey, like the quarterbacks wear. So I bought one on Amazon, and it's in my locker right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's epic i love that i love, I love that. that but so so riley are you 100 percent on everything like you're you're full go everything feels feels great and and i guess how was the off season because were you still you know going through some rehab processes yeah you know um i'm feeling good they're watching my workload just a little bit but um i'm pretty clear to do much to do everything you have the i got the scar uh, it's not that big oh it's smaller yeah all right. But um, you're how many months out? Six, I think. Six. And you're full go. Pretty much. So yeah. today, Daniel Vogelbox on first, and someone hits a base hit to you, and he's trying to go first to third on you. You're coming up. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a, this is not throwing arm, too. Oh. All right. Well, even better. Come up and go. Yeah. <laughs> not hurt you. No. no. But um, I just assume all people from Orlando hit left, throw right. Not me. I'm lefty, lefty. Yeah. So Let's see, there you go. So, how do you hurt your swinging? No, was in the, was in left field, made a weird dive in the gap, landed. Still have no clue how I did it, and no one else knows how I did it. Got up, and I was like, something doesn't feel right, and I came out, and it's a torn UCL, and it was torn up pretty good too. Riley, question for you: why, why, why do you think that's become more common with position players? Obviously, we saw. Bryce Harper come back last year from TJ and I mean, eventually obviously looked just fine. So it's been a thing with pitching for a while, but did the doctors tell you anything about how that's become, you know, more of a norm with position players as well? Uh, not really. Um, non-throwing arm is really rare. 
Um, yeah, I really, I really have no clue. Okay, okay. Just, well, that's just, fine. I'm amazed by this because I've, I've, I've never heard anyone doing that. Yeah, dive. like I would understand if you like got a swing, and you like took an awkward swing like a lefty through your yeah. slider, and you like got way out in front or yeah. something. Landed super weird. And Which in the field, it was in Chicago against the White Sox. Damn White Sox! Sabotage everybody. <laughs> but um, yeah, landed weird, and like my arm like jolted. And it did not feel good. All right, let's get to the fun stuff. Can we get to the fun stuff? Yeah. Um, Riley, ready for some non-injury shit? So is uh, Tarek Skubal <laughs> a sneaky Cy Young candidate? Who? Tarek Skubal. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's gross. I face him in lives. Um, first lefty coming back from Tommy John. And, you know, I was stepping out a little bit because he, he was throwing fuel. Dude, there's nothing like facing live pitching yeah, when dude, when you have when you haven't seen much of it. I mean, what was he throwing? Ninety nine, from what I heard. I mean, Jesus. Um, what what is going in the, the spring training like for you now? You know, forget about the injury. Talk to us about your mindset and what you you know some goals that you got going into spring training here for upcoming year. Uh, came in wanting to be healthy, and I did. Um, I want to leave healthy too. Uh, gonna do all my stuff that I can to make sure that happens, and um, just trying to get as many abs as possible. How many lives? How many lives did you see this spring? How many live at bats? And did you take anybody deep? And if you didn't, who did you want to take deep on your team? Like, who would you love to talk smack to that you didn't take deep? So my first live, I was facing a righty, and then Scooble was right after him. And I wanted to face Scooble bad, but they wouldn't let me because it was my first live. But um, I've seen three or four lives before we got into the game. Any dingers? No dingers. Um, my thumbs were on first base pretty much the whole time. <laughs> um, can you evaluate the Tigers offseason? Tell me about some of your new friends. Yeah, you know, we got some really good pickups. Um, Jack, Kenta, we just signed Gio. Um, you know, they bring in guys. First of all, they're great guys, great teammates, but they're also really good players. Um, but we're going to be pretty good this year. So I'm excited for it. How good? What? Uh, we're going to win the division good? That's our goal. And we think we got a really, really good shot at. Who's the leader? Who's going to step up to be the leader now that, you know, Miggy was a different kind of leader. AJ kind of hit on it a little bit. You know, there's different guys stepping up in different roles. Funny guy, guy that needs to step on people's throats when it needs it. Serious guys. Who's the leader of this team now? I mean, we got Javi, you know, smart player. He won a World Series. He's been there and he's done it. So he's got that experience. Uh, but we got a lot, a lot of young guys, too. And, um, you know, me, Torque, Carrie Carpenter. Uh, so, you know, just trying to, when guys come up, just mentor them as much as possible and, you know, try to get things done. Uh, when I talked to the other AJ earlier, your skipper, mm -hmm. he, uh, he mentioned Javi, saying Javi's moved into Miggy's locker and mm -hmm. kind of taken over that role a little bit, right, of being a leader. But then he mentioned the young guys, like Torque, you, mm -hmm. and Carpenter, the three guys you name. So what are you doing personally to try to, are you going to be the vocal guy? Are you going to be the yeller? Are you going to be the pat on the back person? Are you going to be the funny guy? Uh, I'm going to try to lead by example and maybe the funny guy. People don't say I'm funny, but I think I'm funny. <laughs> Dude, I think you're funny and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to blow everyone's mind right now. Not yours. Cause you know about this. Okay. But you had a funny line in a story that I read the other day. Um, by Cody Savenhagen in The Athletic. I think you know where I'm going here. The title was, Why an MLB Record Nine Tigers Got Married or Engaged This Offseason. So you are now an outlier in the Tigers clubhouse. Why did everyone decide to get married or engaged? I know that happens in the offseason, whatever, but that is a crazy-ass number. I've been in the game for a while. Usually we'll say that to like one or two guys. What the hell happened? To be honest, I have no idea. 
I was, <laughs> I was going through Instagram like every day and I'm like, oh my gosh, he just got whatever married, engaged. Then this guy, then this guy. So I'm going to have to wear one for the team and, you know, wait a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. He's like the only, oh, the only man. non-married dude smart, in the clubhouse now. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> I got a fan question here for you. Um, if you weren't playing baseball, you know, what's your backup plan? What, what, what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't playing baseball? I was pretty good at basketball. Um, I would say maybe like a small D3, D2, um, but I was pretty good. And then if that didn't work out, I'd be on a boat fishing probably. So we, last time we had you on, you said you were going to take torque fishing in Lakeland, right? Have you guys gone yet? So we have a pond, literally like a one-minute walk from our house. We've gone like five times, have not caught anything, so we gave up. Oh, wow. Okay, There's a lot of lakes around here. Yeah. And then, you know what you also can do? Because you're a major league player, you can hire a guide, and he'll take you out and show you where all the fish are. like <laughs> 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 there ain't no shame in that, trust me. Because I know how to fish, and I don't want to like pay someone to do it for me. So, but you don't know these lakes and ponds, right? You're right. No. So I, I guarantee you, there's a guy in Lakeland. Oh yeah. That they, they might even take you for free. I don't know. I know if it's PR department of the Tigers, <laughs> you know, puts it on Instagram. Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, looking for a fishing guide. You might have a lot of DMs coming in. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get AJ out there. He told me he would come and. Um, you go saltwater fishing. I think he's too scared to. Yeah, but then you got to take a bus ride to like Clearwater or Tampa. You don't want to put your gray pants on. During the off season, though. Oh, during the off during season. The off okay. Season. Okay. All right. Uh, Riley, question for you: um, What would you say is one of the organizational IDs of the Tigers? So the Cleveland Guardians are, are the contact kings, right? And then you've got the Minnesota Twins, who are more like patience and power so how would you describe the tigers right now either externally or some things that you feel like are preached internally that make the tigers organization unique these days um we do the little things right you know all the coaches really harp on it and um the team chemistry is incredible you know the clubhouse is always it's always up and going boys are staying hours just to chop it up, you know, we go to team dinners all the time. So I think the team chemistry is. Where do you go in Lakeland? Oh, there's not much. Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, <laughs> right Maybe Hooters. Hooters. Yeah, there's Hooters right there. We uh, we go to Longhorns a lot. You know, we yes. love the we love the steak there, and it's cheap. Um, <laughs> but um, there's You're, not much around here. I mean. There's a Cracker Barrel. There is. There's a mall not far from here either. <laughs> yeah, Brzezinski can be your tour guide. He knows. <laughs> you take the boys back to Orlando and show them around. Be like, that's a little too far with that I-4 traffic. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Riley, how does – oh, go ahead, Kratzy. You got one? No, yeah. I was just going to say, like, you're still 23 years old. Dudes come into big league camp for the first time. How do you connect with those guys? How do you connect with guys who are like, they're older than you, they still haven't played in the big leagues, and you're like, wait a minute, this guy's going to help our team? Like, how is that connection where you're you're sitting there, you know, you're, you, you're a big league vet essentially now in this team, and yet you're bringing guys in for the first time in the big league camp that are older than you? Um, I try not to think about it too much. Um, there's a lot of things that go on you know, in spring training and even in the big leagues that people don't really know. So you just try to mentor them through it and they know you've been through it. They know you've been there. So I think they get it. So you just try to help them out whenever you can. Riley, how's Javi Baez looking? I know, you know, he spoke early in spring training about how the back's been bothering him for a couple years and, you know, he feels like he's um, not who he should be. Do you think that there is a resurrection here from your teammate this year at the plate i mean the defense is still is still elite obviously but he's been you know vocal about being disappointed in how he swung the bat you lost him right no i got him oh you got him i lost him um <laughs> he's looking pretty good um his bp is elite you know even the swings in the games he might not get a hit but he's spitting on pitches you know having good ab's so he's looking good 
and he's one of the best teammates I've I've ever had. You know how many times I've heard that? Great from people. Everyone today said the same thing, and when he was on other teams, yeah, we had Mets guys when he was with the mm-hmm. Mets. They're like, "This guy's unbelievable." Cubs guys, so awesome to hear. I love hearing those stories. Yeah. Uh, Riley, one more. We're getting deep here on a um, on some strategy, on some approach. So Patrick in the chat said, "Your pull percentage went up last year. Is that something you're trying to do more often, or anything else?" you've got going on right now in terms of approach this year and just the evolution of your hitting. Obviously, you know, you've only been in the league for a couple of years. I think it's because I'm staying on the break and balls more because my, um, my approach is to hit the heater center field, the left center in the air. And um, if I'm doing that, I'll naturally stay on the off speed and I'll pull it just naturally. So I think being on the, Slider curveball really helped me. Nice. Okay. Well, Riley, we appreciate the time, dude. Great to see you. Enjoy Lakeland. Get all of the tips that you can from Pierzynski on where to go. And, uh, and, and good luck this season, man. Thank you, guys. All right, we're ready to go with our next dude on FT Live joining us right now, Tarek Skubal. You got us, Tarek? Yep, I got you guys. All right, perfect. How you doing, man? How's camp? I'm good. I'm good. Body feels good. Um, camp just started, so it's exciting. But if I could keep this thing in my ear, that'd be much better. Dude, you're oh, a little generic yeah. earpiece. Like you're a freaking monster. <laughs> he walked in, and I was like, "Damn!" I think I need. What, what are the measurables? What do we got? What do we got for height and weight when you checked into camp? Um, six three two fifty five. There we Ooh, go. Dude. The measurable was ninety nine the other day. By the way. From the left 99. side. 99, yeah. Riley said he was scared to get in there against you. No, that's a lie. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> he said they wouldn't let him, though. Yeah, I think they did say that, but he hit off me the second time. Did he? Yeah. Were you, did you buzz I him? try not to. Try not away? I try not to, yeah. Stay away. Okay. Right. Don't want to hurt our own guys. That's true. First start tomorrow, right? Yep. Against? Yeah. Bradenton. In Bradenton. Yep. Hinch is making you get on the road. I'm a road warrior, I think. Are you? Yeah. You got them all? <laughs> I think I go road, home, road. Oh. Ooh, we got to work on that. Are you at the point where you can you can tell AJ, like, look, I mean, not not that AJ, AJ Hinch, that you can tell him, I don't, so. don't want to go on the road? I don't think so. What no. if he names you the? What if halfway through camp he names you the opening day starter, and then then he's like, "Hey, we need you to go on the road the next two days." Are you like, "No, I'm super focused. I'm going on the road." Or you're like, "Hey, uh, can I just get the next day?" I mean, historically, I don't get a ton of road uh, home starts, anyways. So I mean, do I, don't, mean I don't. I don't think I'm going at home, and I don't know. Two, two, I mean, two springs. It's been a while. Really? Yeah. You don't want to throw here anyways. Dude, the wind blows out of 40 miles an hour every game. <laughs> you're a lucky one where it comes in, oh. and then you can't hit anything. Yeah. So what if you went to AJ Hinch and you said, hey, man, we, you know, I got to go to Bradenton. You know, can't I just throw my two innings on the backfield over there against some A-ball dudes? No, I like to go compete. I think it's fun. You know, I don't <laughs> like throwing against our own guys. Guys' swings get a little big. It's not real. Five pitch at bats. It's not like three pitch. I don't like it. Okay. But then you can throw extra. They have quick at bats. You, yeah. you, you, know, you get those seven innings and 21 pitches. That is true. That is true. Record a ton of outs. <laughs> That's right. What, is, what, right. Is, what, is, what, is, what do you need to see? What do you need to see from yourself in spring training? You can't give me like, ah, oh, we're going we're gonna to just get our pitch count up and we're going to – do you look at the numbers? Do you look at your spin rate, your velocity, and you say, yeah, I'm a beast? Yeah, I think I, I think I look at velocity is obviously one that you can kind of check off. Um, but I like to look at like how I'm throwing pitches in certain counts, you know, like trying to pitch and, and, and be realistic, um, not just throwing fastballs because guys are a little late. So um, I like to get in a rhythm that aspect. Um, but that's kind of what I'm looking for. And then feeling good, feeling healthy. We know we know how fast you throw. We know what kind of pitcher you are. I want to I want to get to know you a little bit as a person, man. Tell me some hobbies, what you like to do, you know, stuff that off the field uh, people want to know a little bit about you. Um, 
I just had a kid four months ago, so that's been fun. The adjustment's been fun. Um, I like to get out and golf when my body feels good. Um, but other than that, I play a lot of Call of Duty. You know, I play a lot of Call of Duty. That's kind of my game, play with the guys, and that's it's fun. Who's the best? I don't know if it gets better than me on the team. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but I'd like to think I'm a pretty good shooter. I like you, think I'm a pretty good shooter. Are you a, like a – are you a charger? Like I don't. I used to play call a long time ago. Yeah. Like you just like guys that like charge and fight. Or you like? Yeah, we're fighting. Back? We're fighting. Yeah. We're gonna fight for. We're gonna fight until we die, and then we're gonna die and be like, ah, oh, we probably shouldn't have fought. And then, <laughs> uh, but it's fun. It's a ton of fun. Hey, right. Tarek, how's? Oh, go ahead, AJ. No, I was gonna ask him is can he give out his name on there because you know a lot of people out there would like, hey, I'm playing with Tarek Scuba and I just killed him. I don't know if I. Uh, my language is approved. There's a lot of, <laughs> it there's is on some this bad show. words that get flown around. <laughs> so I try to. Uh, I'm going to keep that private. I don't need people knowing that when they hear. You know, they have death comms, so I don't need the f word knowing that that was me. You know, all that kind of stuff. That's oh, fair. Yeah, if you ever want to air it out, we, we got you here because we don't have the FCC rules since uh, we're on YouTube and all that. So, <laughs> Tarek, how's how's the vibe? Um, in Detroit with sports right now because of, you know, the success of the Lions. I know they didn't go the distance and we can criticize what happened in the game. But, I mean, do you feel like there's about to be, you know, a resurrection here with Detroit sports? I'm not talking about the Pistons either, but with the Tigers and the Lions. <laughs> and the Red Wings. Red Wings. Red Wings are doing And the Red Wings. Um, True. But, yeah, the Lions were a ton of fun to watch this year. I think, uh, you know, in one of my leagues, my fantasy football leagues, I started the whole offense. So that was a ton of fun. You know, just they scored a ton. And uh, I'm not much of a Lions fan, but I am now because they won me some money. Um, <laughs> you know, I like the Lions. The Red Wings are doing it. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. You, you could kind of see the atmosphere that Detroit creates, too, when it comes to sports and good sports teams. You know, it's a sports town. So, uh we're excited. You mentioned your fantasy team. You yeah. guys are playing the Blue Jays today. Do you see what they did to their? That's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Okay. So did you guys have a team league? Yeah. What was the punishment? We didn't have a punishment because we figured the financial loss uh. is the punishment enough. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of discussion on the next one. You know, you don't want to copy those guys because that was beautiful. But um, there's got to be something. Would you do that? If oh, they yeah. came to you, you went four and ten, and they're yeah. like Scooble, four and ten, fantasy football loser. Oh, 100%. You got to do it. I'm in a league where uh, my buddies back home, if you get last, you have to go to Waffle House or IHOP. And for every pancake eats, mm -hmm. you get off an hour. Um, and my brother actually got last last year, didn't do the punishment, kicked him out, got Ooh. a new guy in. Um, and I'm oh, excited gosh. to watch him, too. That's going to be a ton of fun. <laughs> Dude, I swear I was just going to ask about that because one of them was documented, I think, this weekend, and it went viral because the guy was, like, live tweeting. And he goes, I got the punishment. He's at Waffle House. There's a key number you didn't include, I think. You have to go to Waffle House because these guys might not know about it for 24 hours. And for every waffle you down, you subtract an hour. So the guy that, that everyone was following this weekend ate 12 waffles. They're so sick. he went about 8 to 8. To Waffle House and and they're big, right? They're thick. They're thicker they're thick, pancakes. So yeah, big enough. Put up they're big enough piece. to keep you there. Dude, what do you do yeah, for twelve exactly. hours at a Waffle House? There's only so many touch Eat tunes you play on the. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You got to go iPad, download a show you haven't watched. This is this is my preparation. If I were to get last, which I never will in that league, um, <laughs> but uh, if I were to get last, I'm going on like a. Give me a March Madness day where there's slates all day. And then that way you're at least you can replicate the couch as much as possible. Um, I think that's what I would do if I were to get last, but I never will. And if any of my buddies are watching this, they know, they know. <laughs> so we, we had, we had Riley on, he was talking about the, the life here in Lakeland. Yeah. What's your go-to spot in Lakeland? What do you want? Uh, food. If you're going out food for a nice place here in Lakeland. Okay. There's one really, 1961. Oh, and the, the place right next to it. Um, it's like an Italian. It's good though. There's 1961 is, I think if you're in Lakeland, I would go there. Like okay. if you got time tonight. 
No, I'm going home. I live in Orlando, so okay. I'm, no, trust okay. me. I've, I've been to Lincoln too. I've been to Lincoln plenty of times. He wanted to. He wanted to take you out, bro. I've been. I've been to Hooters. I've been to Longhorn. I've been to Buffalo Wild Wings plenty of times. I've been to the Lakeland Mall. Okay, Cracker Barrel. Yeah. I've been to Mall. Uh, yeah, 1961 is actually a good restaurant. Okay. I actually, I look forward to going. To Did that you place. play here in the minor leagues? Oh, Did yeah. you play for the Flying Tigers? Oh yeah, I was a flagger. All right. Did you? Did they make you stay at Tiger? Flagger. <laughs> um, I stayed in the dorms when I was drafted in eighteen for like two weeks, and then I they sent me to short season, and then I came back for instructs for a month in the dorms, and then I stayed for instructs after nineteen too in the dorms, and that was um, grinder and blown up. So I think that's overdue but <laughs> what do you mean the aircraft hangers right here yeah i think it's all getting taken down wow but uh yeah it's it's a good grinder setup you know you got to earn it you got to earn your stripes as they say i like it <laughs> guy it's a bunch Oof. hey I'm, I'm gonna give you some baseball questions so a few fans asked about this too what's the plan this year for you as far as you know, maintaining innings and you know, a lot of confident Tigers here that are like, we're going to win this division or we're going to be a playoff team. So that would potentially be an extra month. So have there been conversations about kind of managing the workload? And I think, I mean, obviously last year there was some injury involved, but I mean, can you go to the, the staff and say, yo, I'm good for 180 plus innings and the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I would that's kind of the goal for me mentally. You know, I want to log as many innings as I can. And obviously you got to be healthy to do those things. Um, but the conversations I've had with staff have been uh, just, we're going to play it by ear, how you feel. You know, if you, if you need an extra skip a start, we'll skip a start. If we're, you know, they're going to keep it pretty fluid. I don't think there's any set limit on um, what I'm going to be able to do on the mound this year. It's kind of up to how my body reacts and how I feel. So I think that's the best way to do it too. Um, I've been limited in the past, you know, and I don't know if it worked because I got hurt. So um, they're just going to let you play. And if you feel good, you feel good. If you don't, we'll, you know, we'll give you a break, a breather. What does that mean? What What is feeling good? Like my arm doesn't hurt? Like, come on, pitcher's arms. They're like outfielder's arms. They always hurt. Like what, what does that mean? Yeah. Feel good. Yeah, I think there's a difference between being sore and actually being hurt. You know, I think there's a difference. I think kind of everyone that's, that plays kind of understands that, you know, the spring training soreness is not the same soreness that you have in season. Um, but that's up to the player. And then, you know, our, our training staff does a great job too of kind of navigating you through things and giving you different things to kind of relieve some symptoms and, and get you out there. So um, it's, it's going to be fun though. It's going to be, it's going to be an exciting year. I'm excited about it. I think you kind of understand the difference if you throw what the difference between soreness and, and pain is, you know. I got a team question here, a fun one here. Who Who's the easiest guy in your team to pull a prank on? Who's the most gullible? Um, Will Vest. He's the guy I like to mess with the most. We have a good relationship in that in that sense, you know. It's it's a ton of fun, you know, when he's pitching versus when I'm pitching, you know, the, the chirping that goes on is is very beneficial. <laughs> now, would, would would you say he's who he's the most intense on the team too, as well, or is that somebody else? Most intense guy. Um, Flaherty's pretty locked in on his start days. Um, I've only experienced one, but I said good morning. He didn't say anything back. I said okay, we're done. You know, I'll talk to you tomorrow about your day. Um, <laughs> the guy going today is pretty intense. You know about his routine and about his business. Um, I'm excited to watch him go. It's been a little bit, and he's a very talented arm. I'm glad he's back. So, are you the intense guy when you start? I kind try to keep of, it. You know, has anyone ever told you you look kind of like Joey Votto? Really? I've never got that before. From the side, it's very Joey Votto. Votto. I am. I got. I just had flashbacks. Okay. Um, I try to keep it light. <laughs> you know, on, on days, which I'm, you know, I'm intense. I like to get about, you know, compete and go out there and play, but. Um, I also have fun. You know, I think it's important to enjoy it. You know, I think that uh, you put too much emphasis and too much focus. It, like, takes away from who you are as a player. Um, and that's how I was early on in my career. I was, like, so focused, headphones on the whole day. And it's, like, 
mentally I'd be exhausted before the game starts. It's like, all right, let's lock in maybe a little bit later into the day. So that way your day doesn't feel, you know, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. start. You don't need to be locked in for, at least me, I don't need to be locked in for 10 hours before the game. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dial it in, but it's going to be, you know, two hours before the game when I start my routine. Um, but other before that, I'm going to be pretty easy, you know, crossword, messing around with the guys. Um, Are you keep good it light. crosswords? Dude, I think I thought I was good last year, and I tried one this morning, and I couldn't get anything. I tried one yesterday morning, and I couldn't get anything. Which I'm one like, are you doing, though? USA, USA Today? Today. And you couldn't get any? any well, I could get, like, bottom left, bottom right, but there's no – I'm like, dude, they must have upped the difficulty uh, on these things. I, I don't know. I, I, used to be, I used to be able to do most of it by myself, maybe get stuck on one where you kind of have three guesses, but you can't get – are you good at them? I just you sound really day. good at yeah. You sound like you know what you're talking about, um, but you know when like you have one guess down, but it also impacts the couple across, and you don't want to write that one in because you don't know the other two. That's where I'll get stuck. But today, dude, <laughs> you know they get harder every week. Yeah. So yeah. like today's only Tuesday. So by Friday, dude, Mondays was harder than Tuesday. Yeah, I I sat down and I'm drinking my coffee, eating breakfast. I have my pen. I start my crossword. See, that's your first mistake. Start with pencil. No, well, if I mess up, I just trash it, get a new one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. Maybe my brain's not working right because I took an off season off. I like to. It's like a baseball thing for me. It's yeah. like sunflower seeds. I don't chew sunflower seeds unless I'm in season. Just like I don't do crosswords unless I'm in season. Um, the baby, the baby did it. Yep. They're way, the they're way too hard. Did you the baby the took took the ba brain cells away. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you say? He said the baby took your brain cells away. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what, you know what? <laughs> when in doubt, blame it on the kid. If you're tired, yep. the kid didn't sleep. If you can't go out, the kid's tired. I like that. I like that. Let me, let me ask you this. So what people don't understand is during the game pitchers, if you're not pitching that day, you don't have to really stay for the game. So my question for you is, are you a guy that stays five innings or you stay the whole game or does the coach say, you know what, you can just leave. Are you, which, which guy are you right now? I haven't stayed for any games yet. Um, I'm going to stay for today because I want to watch Casey pitch. Um, just because, I mean, I haven't seen him throw in a while. You know, it's been a while. So I'm going to stay and watch him play. And then uh, I don't know who's throwing after him. But I might stay, you know, three, four innings and then take off today. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, he's got two listen, off he, two. Listen, this is probably the opening day starter for the Tigers. He ain't sticking around. He's like, I'm like, sunburn. I go play Call of Duty. My kid might need a nap. You know, there's a lot of things. Well, that's, the, that's the hard part is the napping. You can't play COD when there's napping unless I'm going to mute my mic and not say a word. I'm but a vocal go guy. Can you go in the room? Yeah, but in spring, it's like my house. I feel like my house's walls are made of oh. nothing to where I can't get away. So, And you, you got to decide. You got to yeah, decide whether if, if the baby's. Moms are the great. baby's taking the a nap. Then, and then all of a sudden, my wife's yelling at me because my kid's awake, and I'm like, "Well, I mess that one up." No, you just go suicide run right through the middle, and just <laughs> take out as many as you can until they kill you. Sorry, <laughs> right, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, dude, it was great hanging out with you, Tarek. Thanks for coming on, man. Good luck this season. We'll catch you at some point this season too, and uh, enjoy the rest of Lakeland. I appreciate it, man. There's so many good things that happen in this city, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go dominate Lakeland with the fam. Thank you, Tarek. Awesome talking to you, dude. That was great. Uh, really fun. I, I like the, the personality there. I don't think I, I interviewed him in the past, so it was great no, to have I, him I on. Like I him. think he needs to be on FT a little more often. I, I, I agree. He kind of came off slow a little bit in the beginning, and then he got a little Well, you don't know where it. he's going. Yeah, and then exactly. He's got a little nice, witty sarcasm. I really like it. I like in the chat, Claudia from Tom Driver said, uh, he looks like he could survive an apocalypse if, if it happens. So <laughs> that would be funny. Good one, Claude. Nice, nice. Yeah, that was great. Hey, in all seriousness, Tarek Skubal has some of the best rated pitches, stuff, whatever you want to call it, in baseball. Like he's, he's that good in terms of stuff. And the part that stood out to me, Kratz, is something that you do hear at times because we haven't been able to figure out pitching injuries in general in the modern game since guys throw harder and the body I think is only equipped to be able to handle so much in terms of throwing a baseball they tried to kind of keep Tarek on a certain regimen and he said like I still got hurt so screw it 
let's just go out and pitch and I'll report back as honestly as possible since he's a vet now how I'm feeling and we'll play it that way kind of like they did with Otani after the first what year or two when they had the whole calendar laid out this is what we're gonna do and then he was like how about I just walk in today and say I'm good to DH after the pitching day I'm fine and on another day maybe not it is such a tough uh, it's such a tough way to to go about stuff but you're right they haven't figured out the pitching injury issue and I loved what he said I mean we started it out the dude's 6'3 255 he's got to be handled a lot differently than Marcus Stroman who's got to be handled completely differently than, you know, a, you know, an Ober from the, from the twins, a guy that's 6'10". Like you have different body types and mechanics, but what he said was what I'd love to highlight is the fact that he's like, I'm just going to go out there and compete. If I don't feel good, we're going to make that adjustment. So he seems like he's super prepared, super aware of what his body does, and they're going to go from there. He can strike out the world. I mean, David in the chat just now, man's going to finish top three in Cy Young this year. Book it. I, I've had him too, as long as he's on the mound as a sneaky Cy Young contender. I'm serious. I mean, you look at what he did last year, you know, in about a half a season's worth, 80 and a third innings, 280 ERA, 158 ERA plus, uh, 102 strikeouts the, in those 80 and a third. I would, I would, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing at all. He did amazing stuff. To get in the top three in the American League in Cy Young is tough. That's tough because 80 innings the year before, 120 innings, 117 innings, he's going to need to go over his career high in innings. And how is he going to last? How is his fastball that's 96 to 99 consistently, how is that going to last throughout once he hits – 140 innings when the voting is like, whoa, this guy is a candidate. Is he going to drop off or is he going to accelerate through the finish line? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, last year you had Cole obviously won, then Gray, Gossman, Bradish, who's probably going to be in some trouble and not be on that list this year. Uh, Luis Castillo, Zach Eflin, Pablo Lopez, George Kirby. Obviously Kirby's a pretty sexy pick to keep rising as well. Mm -hmm.